0: Hi, friends, welcome back to another episode. This episode has been on my heart for a while. I feel like it's so important and not something that's talked about very frequently, which is what happens, what do you do when you get to that point in a relationship where someone is thinking about entertaining the thought of, or even speaking out loud the idea of divorce? And I think this is such a crucial moment in a couple's. Uh, journey together. This can really make or break a couple. And oftentimes people prematurely consider divorce, believe it or not, when they get to that point, even when they feel desperate and there's no way out, that can often be premature depending on the situation, those thoughts of divorce. And so I've really wanted to provide a way for couples to consider a few things before they actually take those steps. And I think there are at least five things. There's actually more than five, but in this episode, we're going to talk about five things that I think every person should consider or do before they take steps towards divorce. So I think this is really important episode. If there's anyone, you know, that could benefit from this information, please share it because this is what I am here for is to help relationships, help keep marriages together. And so if you can share with someone and hopefully keep someone together, that will, um, be my life stream and, uh, I'll ultimately help a family, which is what I, what I hope to do. So in this episode, you're going to get five of those things that I hope you'll do before you would take that step. And then also you'll notice in the show notes, there's actually a free ebook guide that I have that talks about nine things that you can do uh, before divorce, but we're only talking about five in this episode. So without further ado, here we go. Hi, I'm Regina Boyd, licensed marriage and family therapist and licensed mental health counselor, and your host of the Connecting Out Loud podcast. Here we talk about connections with our families as they relate to our mental health and Catholic faith, all while connecting you with those you love the most. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Okay. So today we're gonna talk about five things you should do or five things you should consider before divorce. So whether it's you yourself who might be thinking about that in the back of your mind, or if it's somebody you know, please share this with them in the hopes that it can be helpful. And I only have five things that we're gonna talk about today. I have a longer list, so if you have other ideas that you think would be helpful, please chime in in the comments and let us know. So first, you need to take your time. Oftentimes what we see in counseling is that people can get divorced prematurely. So before you make any rash decisions, hey Jennifer, how's it going? Before you make any rash decisions, Take your time. 69% of couples who go to couples counseling do not go unless they've had issues in their relationship for six to seven years. That's an average of six to seven years of bad habits, of negative communication patterns, of hurting each other's feelings, of feeling isolated and alone, six to seven years before they actually go and reach out for counseling. And that's a long time to be living in so much negativity and so a lot of times is people just bail without even trying because they're so hurt so upset Um, and what's interesting about that too to think about when somebody does decide to get divorced it doesn't necessarily solve the issue now I'm not talking about extreme cases you know uh, such as abuse or something like that but um, you know just in a average situation a lot of times we get divorced and it doesn't necessarily solve the issue we think we're going to leave someone and just be rid of all of these problems but especially if you're with someone and you have children that's somebody you're still going to have to interact with regardless of your marital status and so um, being mindful of that and being paying attention and being aware of that as you're kind of considering and thinking about that decision so take your time Secondly, I would say to never say the D word, the D word as in divorce. That is my number one rule. Um, Whenever I'm doing couples counseling, even if it's with a couple who's not considering divorce at all, I always make that the number one rule in any relationship. It should not be at the tip of your tongue. It should not be in the back of your mind. It is just one of those things. I think when people get really upset, they either threaten as a way to try to regain some control or to try to change behaviors in their partners. And it's just one of those things that really erodes trust drastically in a relationship. It can be so hurtful and so painful and it's hard to take back once we put it out there. And so it just... For your own sake to help make sure your relationship doesn't head down that path or down that trajectory i would avoid that word altogether so even if it's something that you or someone you know might be considering at least make the boundary for yourself to never speak it out loud and to never say the d word third prepare for grief um we know um through the powers of B that survey people in all types of situations Um, the number one cause of stress life stressors for people is death of a loved one Um, the number two stressor guess what it is yep you got it right it is divorce um, or separation and so if this is a pretty serious decision I know, again, when we're in that situation and it feels painful and we just are trying to find a way out, um, I know that that's not an easy thing to um, have to bear day to day, especially if there's a big strain between the two of you, but taking into consideration that you will be going through a grieving process if you take that step and if you make that decision you are going to be grieving the loss of your relationship, the transitions that will happen as a result of that. And that sense of kind of starting over and um, all of the things that you have to do when something like that happens, you begin to build a life together, or maybe you have built a substantial life together. And now that's all going to have to change if you do decide to take that step. And so be prepared to grieve as if you did lose a loved one, because it's a significant portion of your life that will be lost. And so I want you to be prepared to look at it from that perspective. Fourth, I would say speak to a trusted married couple or perhaps a spiritual leader. And I put a caveat with this. And this doesn't mean we go talking to just anybody and be talk of the town and um, gossip. And secondly, we want to make sure that this couple is somebody that knows you well but also is going to give you objective advice and very sound advice that these are healthy stable individuals and thirdly these are people who value marriage who value your relationship and so you really want to avoid getting advice from people who um, are gonna just kind of sit in the muck with you and you know get into bashing mode right so if you make a complaint We don't want to necessarily get advice from the friend who's going to be like, yeah, yeah, that was horrible. They shouldn't have done that, right? We want to be talking to somebody who's going to be objective and be listening and hearing our pain and sympathizing with us, but also able to have that one step removed to give us that objective perspective, to challenge us if we've done something wrong, if you've been the one that's done something wrong yourself, or to also see maybe a way around or through that conflict that you guys might be having. And then lastly, I would say go to counseling. (laughs) Like I said before, six to seven years is a really long time to wait to try to manage some of these situations. And it doesn't have to be that way. And when you notice that year one or year two or year three, get to counseling. There is so much that can be done and can be helpful and can be reversed as far as communication patterns go, um, learning how to have fun together again, rebuilding and restoring your connection. And so why not give yourself that opportunity? If you think about it, it's gonna give you a lot more financial savings than if you were to get divorced. And if you think about the investment of that, is it kind of worth it to potentially save your relationship, uh, to go? And when I say go, don't just go and do the one time, you know, Oh yeah, we went to counseling. And when you really had kind of your one foot out the door and you were planning on getting divorced anyway, I mean, go and participate and really give it a chance. Give it several sessions. We're talking four to six at least, um, so that you can really give your relationship a fighting chance um so those are the top five if you guys have any other ones that you want to throw in there please leave them in the comments i'd love to hear so one take your time two never say the d word three prepare for grief four speak to a a marital couple who's a good example a role model for you and five go to counseling and if counseling is not an option for you for whatever reason you are in luck because i also have a course that use a lot of tools that i use in counseling and so it's a little bit more affordable a little bit more convenient um, and so make sure that you check that out discovering deep love and that can be a way to sort of help your relationship through and Be a gauge of whether or not you should pursue counseling in case you're unsure about that the other thing i want to add really quickly too um, when you seek out a therapist or a counselor um, i would add the caveat of somebody who's respectful of your faith because i think in this situation when marriage is so touchy and you're really unsure if you should stay or not you want to make sure you're going to a therapist who Values marriage and is going to put that as a priority Because I've had couples come to me in counseling and talked about other therapists They've been to who've recommended that they get divorced and you know how discouraging that was for them It wasn't really something that they actually wanted They wanted that sense of hope that this could actually be resolved and a lot of times most situations They really can be resolved. That's the thing, you know, (laughs) um and so if you both are willing to sit down and work and Participate you can really make a lot of progress and really save your relationship And so I would pay attention to and ask as you're searching for therapists um, What their perspective is I know that's something that I um, Can honestly say I've never recommended any couple um, that I've worked with in counseling to ever get a divorce I've never recommended that myself Um, and so something you want to be mindful of so yeah those are the five things thanks so much for joining and um, see you on the flip side oh yes and check out my free ebook 10 ways to strengthen your marriage on my website see you next time bye If you have enjoyed this episode, you can find more Connecting Out Loud content on our Facebook and Instagram pages. As always, I appreciate each and every review. So if you can take some time to rate and review this show, I read each one and I love hearing from you. Be intentional and connect out loud.